Welcome to the Student Affairs Spectacular, the weekly podcast giving you a front row seat to the greatest student affairs show on earth. And now your ringmasters, Tom Kriegelstein and Dustin Ramsdell. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of the Student Affairs Spectacular podcast. Dustin here, and this is episode number 116 with Joseph Woost. Uh, talking about strengths in college students, uh, the first of many episodes uh, we'll, we'll have on uh, strength-based stuff. So I uh, just had a lot of folks who were uh, interested in talking about it. So I figure uh, why not have them all on? So uh, more episodes to come in the near future on that. Uh, but a great one here with uh, Joe talking about his experience, uh, you know, benefiting from uh, strengths and uh, being with someone who is uh, one who. Uh, it's helping his college students uh, utilizing a strengths-based perspective. So um, really great stuff, great stuff in the show notes. Uh, and appreciate Joe taking the time out for this podcast. Uh, so without further ado, episode number 116 with Joseph Woost. Yeah, yeah. no, man, I I was heading down the path of being a sportscaster back in the day. And so oh, yeah. before before I got here, yeah, that's what I was doing when I was in a little bit in, in undergrad. That was my path. I was going to go pursue a master's in uh, broadcast journalism for Oklahoma State University back in the day so yeah cool crazy how it how it is what it is now <laughs> yeah well I think yeah like for me uh it's just funny how it's like circled back and I'm like utilizing some of those skills I like had in high school which I didn't use for like six seven years um and then, I, yeah, I wonder if, like, somehow some opportunity would come across for you of, like, hey, do you want to, like, announce the games at, like, some school that you end up working at? And yeah. be like, yeah, I get, you know, I always thought that I might do that. So, like, <laughs> I just, yeah. I actually did that. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, See, I did, yeah, I did okay. for my last institution. I was the football announcer. So, there you go. it's not quite the same thing as what I was thinking, but, I mean, it was, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, didn't pay very well, and it was your entire Saturday afternoon <laughs> and yeah. into evening. I guess, it, like, yeah, I imagine for some people, they just do it, because it sounds like you would have, like, a good voice for it, especially, like, because I know I kind of, like, turn on, like, and, like, just a good sort of, like, voice for radio sort of thing, but just, like, I'm sure some people, like, do sports announcing just because, like, they might be, like, egotistic, like, they might just, like, I know the pace is not good, but I just love, like, talking yeah. at people with really loud speakers and stuff, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, right, yeah, sure, go I want my, I want my face to be on, on television, that's kind of what a lot of them probably are thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure, like, some people was like, no, I just really love the game, and I just want to be a part of it somehow. And other people just like, oh, it's just for me. It's all about me. Like, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I uh, I appreciate you taking time out for this podcast here, and um, this will be what I think now because we had uh, sort of an embarrassment of riches of people who are like uh, excited to talk about strengths. So yeah, I think you might be kind of our our kickoff of several future episodes on strength stuff. Oh, cool. I, I, uh, I love the topic. I'm glad many other people uh, are interested as well. So um, just as sort of a tease for people out there, we'll probably have more episodes in the future on this, but um, yeah, we want to want to kind of talk more for this one, uh, kind of more about like strength finders with students, like, you know, uh, maybe your own personal journey and uh, with like strengths finder and the strengths perspective of how you work with students or, you know, when you've done it for students and what their experience has been. But um, so, We'll, we'll uh, get into all that, but if you want to start us off, we'll start out as we always do. If you just want to tell everybody who you are and how you got to be where you are today. Yeah. Um, my name is Joe Woost. I currently serve as the director of student life at Ohio Christian University. I've been in student affairs for, 
uh, going on eight years now, I believe. Uh, most of it was spent as a as a resident director. Um, so those were fond memories for me back in the day, um, just being in the residence halls and, and being a part of res life. Um, and now I, I get to um, oversee res- residence life and, and be the point person for student conduct and, and housing. So it's a little bit of a mix of that, but no, now I'm no longer having my family living in under 150 freshman male <laughs> students. So that's yep, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, my beginnings and strengths finder. I was a student coming into college, freshman, um, young, impressionable, didn't have an idea of what I wanted to do. Um, probably the majority of freshmen out there could say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I had a professor um, who was very passionate. And when I say very passionate, she was incredibly passionate about strengths. Everything in our class um, had to do with strengths. We had our little strengths quest placards. And so she. Uh, she loved it, and she worked under uh, Dr. Chip Anderson. Um, at, I believe it was Azusa Pacific um, in, in the doctoral program, so she she got to send that to us. And so for, from that time, for me, I was able to um, understand, wow, these are some of the things that I've always been doing my whole life, um, and I've never had an opportunity to put it into uh, to, to lay it out there and get context for this. Uh, a lot of times, some of the things I was doing, I, I saw it more as a negative. So communication is one of my strengths. Uh, you know, there's some good parts to that being succinct sometimes and also other times talking too much. And I always heard the more the negative side to it. So, um, yeah, that, so I was introduced at a, at a young age in college. And so for the next couple of years through my undergrad, um, we it was a strength-based uh, strength um, business uh, degree for a little bit. So she poured into us with, with StrengthsQuest. And so that was my first introdu- introduction into it. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good time. And that's what, what's, what started it out for me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, um, yeah, usually I don't know if it came up in one of my classes, but yeah, I think I encountered it the first time in my, uh, undergrad. It was with, um, yeah, I think uh, more specifically, yeah, like the, uh, it wasn't in any of my classes I got involved in, like there's a like leadership development like office within mm-hmm. like student life at uh, University of Delaware and they were uh, pretty big on it and uh, incorporated into a lot of their leadership programs. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've always kind of kept it in my back pocket, like just that idea, because that's one of those things I think is um, uh, generally valuable about like uh, stuff like MBTI and strengths and like true colors where it gives you like this sort of, language that people kind of just understand about like this is who i am this is what i'm good at you know or Mm -hmm. you know values Mm -hmm. or something so um i've always i've always appreciated it for that but um i guess with like your kind of initial uh encounter there and as you've maybe kind of grown to become more accustomed to it for anybody that does not know how would you explain strengths finder as sort of like like the cliff notes version if someone's like just never heard about it before how how would you kind of capture it yeah um I would say it's well. It's based out of positive psychology, um, so that's a big, a big aspect of it. Um, Donald Clifton, the guy who kind of spearheaded the the whole um, whole Strengths Finder, Strengths Quest. Um, this whole idea, it's a personality inventory assessment. Um, has thirty four themes that you can, or talents that you you could, say, or strengths, whatever you want to put it. There's several different ways to call it. Um, thirty four of them, and so you take this online assessment. Um, and you have uh, two different questions it asks you, and you have to choose what you're most like 
Um, and so it's on a five-point Likert scale, um, either being more one way or the other, or you can say neutral. But you have 20 seconds to answer these questions. So it's, it's a gut reaction. That's the point. You want it to be what is the first thing that pops up in your head. And so the whole idea behind StrengthsFinder was there's, there was other personality inventories out there that kind of highlighted some of the weaknesses. And so let's improve, improve upon our weaknesses. And with StrengthsFinder, they, they, um, they wanted to look at who, uh, what people in business are the most successful, what businesses are the most successful, and what are those people doing? What, what are their strengths? What are their gifts? And so this whole idea of let's find out what our strengths are and let's focus on that and apply it into the real world rather than just let's, let's focus on our weaknesses and, and work on those. No, let's find what we are the best at and let us, and let us grow in that. Let us, let us emphasize that strength. And so that's the whole idea of it. It's, it's a positive psychology type of bend on, on personality inventory. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know, um, uh, yeah, we did a uh, episode on positive psychology uh, recently, which I just continue to give shout outs to. Like I, I was with uh, one of my professors from grad school at Rutgers University, and I, okay. I really appreciate her. And yeah, just, I'll, I'll include in the show notes if people want to kind of circle back and listen to that episode. But um, yeah, I guess it's like positive psychology is great. And I, and I love it. I like that this sort of like connects very much, uh, like you said, into uh, the ideals and kind of tenets of positive psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if people... It, just to say it plainly, and I, I, I know what sort of my answer would be. So, like, you know, utilizing this tool, like, especially with students, I guess, um, you know, this sort of answers the next couple of questions I want to ask. But, like, what do you see as the value of this tool? Why would someone go through and answer all these questions? And, like, yeah. you know, what's what's sort of the point, I guess, of, like, you, you got these, you know, top strengths and stuff. Like, what's 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 next, I guess? What's the value of taking the time to do that? It's the value is to understand who, who you are. And it's even more important for for college students. Again, as I alluded to in, in a little bit of my story, coming in, I had no idea who I was. I was I, I was who um, my parents said I was, uh, and I, I, I you know who other people uh, would say who I am instead of um, understanding and, and actually reflecting on that. And so that's what StrengthsFinder does. It it gives you the op- opportunity to voice what your talents and your strengths are. And so it gives you an opportunity to do that. And so for a student, it's it's vital. It's another way to separate yourself. Um, if you're thinking for a student uh, career oriented, to separate themselves from the rest of the field. So when someone asks, hey, what are your strengths and your abilities? Rather than saying, I am you know, great at being on time, like you can actually you have some context. You have a way to actually say it that makes sense, that that resonates, um, and it gives them meaning and purpose. And so, for a student coming in again, uh, when we think about retention, we think of students even on the even students who come in maybe on academic probation, and some of those students, those at-risk um, students, to be able to give them purpose and meaning is powerful um, and help them to see that wow, that they, they are unique. They've been created in a different way, and they're bringing different strengths to the table than someone else would. But if they're not thinking about that, if all they're thinking about is, uh, you know, how do I get through this next day? Or how do I get through my athletics? Or um, how do I get through this class without, you know, the big picture? That's kind of what this does. It, it, it brings you away from just narrowly focused, but gives you this big picture idea of who you are and even a great idea to, of, of looking at how you can interact with other people. And how do you interact with other uh, students, your peers on campus, um, and 
so yeah, that just gives them an opportunity to see that in a new way and, and, and to experience that. So that's the value is, is, is giving them an opportunity to begin exploring this area. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I know what I, what I like about it is that, uh, you sort of noted this of like, um, there's, if you, if you take it, a lot of times it's going to verify or kind of, I guess on one hand it's verifying. Yes, because it's like this kind of established tool and just has a lot of validity, but also, uh, you know, it's going to confirm things that you've known about yourself of just like, oh, yeah, that is like exactly how I am. But then it is mm-hmm. also kind of, uh, you know, it's verified that like, yeah, it gives you the language where it's just like, like, yeah, I think I'm like organized or like I'm on time. with. <laughs> it's like, no, it gives you this language and people understand it and know that it's not like you just coming up with it. It's like, no, these are my strengths. I took this test and it, it's what it said about me. And like it gives you a little bit more kind of firm standing and I think can help, uh, uh, yeah, help you feel like like whoever you are because yeah like the idea that those 34 strengths like they're pretty comprehensive about like anything that anyone can be and it helps you realize that like however you are that's okay so like yeah you Mm -hmm. can like look at this bigger picture of like okay i'm confirmed and like yeah you're not like trying to figure out like who am i supposed to be or who do people want me to be or whatever you can just be like oh this is who i am and i think yeah it it, like kind of opens up your world i think because i think it you can yeah you're just very limited by um to utilize like the student development of the uh, 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 back term or goal to like self-authorship like your your life is controlled by external formulas like everything's yeah. just being put upon you once you really are confirmed in who you are it's it's freeing and kind of opens opens mm-hmm. things up so you're, not, you're like yeah you're not even like worrying about that anymore like ideally you kind of you, you know who you are and um kind of you can lean more on your strengths versus thinking of like you know, what do I have to be like, I have to model somebody else or uh, pretend to yeah. be them or something. So, um, and that's, and that's, yeah. that's a big, a big part of it is, is, you know, they, they are, you think of the freshman student, I, I look back to myself a lot of times we're, we're just trying to explore. We're trying to find out who we are and how we're created. And this is another way. And I've seen uh, probably, um, now it's one of those things too, that you really have to have someone passionate talking about it. Because there are several students, and in, I was that way at the very beginning, who say, you know, this is just, this is ridiculous. Like, really? Is this really going to say who I am? Uh, I don't want to be pigeonholed, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I still think back to a, a student who came in uh, and he wanted to focus on uh, accounting. Uh, that's what his parents, you know, his parents did for a long time. He knew that there was money in that. But this guy was a people person, highly relational, and when he took this test, he realized, holy cow, like, I am I, not going to do well sitting behind a desk for most of the day. I need to be out. I need to be interacting. And that, for him, changed the tra- trajectory for his career and for his life. Um, and so, and now he's working in sales for a retail company, um, which, you know, he's, he's loving it. He's enjoying it. And that's, that's what matters. Get, f- help them find that purpose. Help them find out who they are. Yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah, exactly what you noted. I, I think that we'll delve into uh, a bit more in a future episode. Is it like um, finding your career and like what you're going to do? Because yeah, like that, it's a lot of people will do things like so against the grain, and it's like yeah, you can you can you know end up doing okay that way. But like, wouldn't it be better if like every like everybody's so unique and is like naturally suited to certain things? Like if you just like leaned into that versus mm-hmm. like you know, going like against the grain so much where it's like, yeah, that person where it's like, oh, they're so relational. It's like, they probably could have been an accountant. They could have done, like they could have, you know, gone through Mm -hmm. with that, but it's like, they're so much happier. And I think they're giving their sort of like natural gifts 
to the world by like they're that's just how they are and it it's it's just easier for them and if that's how we like connected people to things where it's just like oh you're just really good at that so you should do that versus like because like yeah for me like it's hard for me to be like super salesy like i would be an awful <laughs> salesperson because like they would be like i don't know if i want to buy that it'd be like yeah that's totally fine that's okay like i'm not i'm not gonna like push it on it like it's like no you should be like that person who like never gives up and really connects and figure out you know what they you know what they're looking for what they want you know like that whole thing so like yeah that's that's a really good point i guess you know that's like you know how this stuff impacts the lives of students is there anything else that you can think of like you know, anecdotally or anything that comes to mind of just like, uh, you know, how it's impacted students that you've worked with or anything else just from, from your story or people that you know or anything? Yeah. Um, so I would say that, especially at my previous institution, I'm, I've only been at Ohio Christian for um, five months now. So it's, it's still new and we're still trying to, you know, go through that transition and, and trying to see what, okay, what can I change or what should I change this year as opposed to things in the future but in my previous institution we um, we were very strength focused in our residence life department so um, we were we oversaw all of the student orientation um, and the freshman ex- first year experience and so even in even in that first year course that all the freshmen who came in they had to take um, this class they were exposed to strengths and we spent a couple days just really diving into it and, and they had to take the inventory and that was, this was all graded. This was all part of what they had to do. Um, and even in that class, so we had, it was, uh, again, with strengths, it's all about applying it and applying it every single day and trying to help them understand that because the more you can do that, the more exercises you can, you can lean in uh, and, and show them these strengths, the more it's going to become real for them rather than just something on a piece of paper or even something on, on the internet screen. Um, so what we what we did was we started we started to introduce that idea to them their first year. And so for our student leaders, then it became even even a bigger deal. So I'm thinking uh, specifically in my own staff of, of resident assistants, we did our training. We had several different um, part aspects of our training that was focused on strengths. And a, another neat part of strengths, if if people want to get uh, dive further into it is this whole idea of um, these uh, strengths domains or uh, themes. So there's this executing theme. So some of your strengths could fall into uh, this uh, this domain, executing. Uh, others can fall into influencing. Uh, still some more can go into relationship building or strategic thinking. And so uh, with that in mind, so you have these 34 themes. What we would do with our resident assistants, and this would help them understand strengths even more, uh, we 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 had we already had their strengths gathered. We knew what they were, but we as a staff would would then see okay, where do their strengths fall into? And so okay, so we put all the executing um, strengths together in a group, and all the influencing strengths together in a group, and all the relationship building, and and then another group of strategic thinking, and then we had a, a specific task. And so I, one of them was this whole idea of a a plane crash and how do you survive it? And there's all these and this is something that I'll give you for a resource that, that uh, our listeners can, can can use if they if they choose. Um, uh, how do you know? How are we gonna? What what tools are we gonna use to survive this crash? Mm-hmm. And you can only use certain ones. And so, what was interesting is the whole idea of us breaking them out into those groups of like-minded individuals is it was an opportunity for them to really see we need 
other people in our group who, who don't think the same way as we did. And this didn't always happen because with your strengths, you can have some people who have a few strengths who lean in one domain and uh, a few strengths that lean on another. But for the most part, it really works out. Um, so the thinkers, what we notice is the thinkers will take some time you know, and, they would, and they will really hash out how this is going to work. And usually their plan is always well thought out. Um, sometimes they need extra time. They don't, they don't get it finished. And then you have our, uh, those who, you know, strivers is another way of putting uh, ex the executing group. They, um, they, they were done in like three minutes. They're like, okay, let's go. Why, why isn't everybody else going? And then, you know, the relationship building ones are all worried about how are we going to do this together? And, and it's really neat to, to have them see that. But then as, so then once we do that and they realize, oh, there's, it's helpful to see that, um, yeah, it's great to be in a, a group of like-minded individuals, but those those thinkers realize, man, it would have been nice if we had somebody in here who kind of got us going. You know, said, hey, we need to think, we need to get going. We have this time de deadline, and so forth. So um, that exposed them to this idea, and so we used that when we were building our team. So we looked at, okay, this student, here's his strengths. Um, how's this other student's? So we didn't want to put a bunch of highly relational students together. I mean, yeah, that's great as, a, as an RA, but, you know, when you're thinking of programming and other ways to reach these students, uh, even educationally, how do we do that in a way that's going to be helpful and build a team? So we would do that. And I can think um, plenty of times when, when I would sit down with my RAs and I said, okay, guys, we have this project. This is what's coming up this month. What are we going to do? And instead of just saying, okay, let's divvy up the roles, I would ask, Okay, you know your strengths. What is what will what will suit you best in this job? What can you do uh, from how you were created uh, to get this this task um, done and completed in a timely manner and one that's going to be successful? And I found that they really galvanized behind that idea and they accepted that better than someone would say, "Okay, yeah, I guess I'll do this." It's this, "Okay, what am I good at?" And let me do what I'm good at rather than doing things that I'm not. Um, now. Again, there's always going to be moments in our lives where we have to do something we, we don't appreciate. But I, I found um, the more that I could keep using that in, in our leadership training and then once, and then even in the professional development of my RAs that they appreciated that. And that was something that they could take on when they're leaving, that they're always thinking about how are they wired? Um, what am I going to be doing once I get out of here? Can I, let me focus on instead of just trying to find a job, let me find something I'm going to be happy happy doing and, and most importantly find something that I'm going to be happy doing and make an impact right mm -hmm. so um, instead of just doing something just for the cash like mm -hmm. it's not always going to be rewarding and, and helpful yeah well, yeah I just love what you said of just uh, uh, building like a good strong diverse team because uh, again just I mean looking back on my story uh, I was an RA for two years and I I know that I was a very much like very much a black sheep because I'm kind of more naturally like introverted, not like super assertive, but I was a much more like the thoughtful person and yeah. uh, uh, more of like a procedures kind of person. So I would like think a lot and be like, Hey, maybe there's a different way we can like do duty logs or do like this thing, you know, this more like administrative thing. Um, and that is valuable. Like, yeah, if you had a whole team of like, you know, sort of like raucous cheer, you know, cheerleaders. It's like, yeah, that's good. In some instances, you'll probably get a lot of students out to a program, but the program might not be like as organized as it could be. Like it's going to go like a little bit against their grain to be like super detail oriented, make sure like they get everything organized, have enough of everything. And like, you know, figure out the flow of how people are going to go through, like to make their Sunday or something. Like it might be kind of like a mess or something, but, and yeah, I, 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 uh, 
also appreciate what you said of less like very much like relative part of my brain appreciate of how like to say that like I should only ever use my strengths and never anything else. It's like, no, that's not what we're trying to say. Is it like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need to be assertive sometimes, but like Mm -hmm. if more often than not, I can utilize my strengths in my day-to-day work, then like everybody benefits. Like Mm -hmm. if I need to be that person that's like bringing the hammer down all the time, it's going to be like not done the best way. And I'm going to be like, just stressed out or like burnt out where I'm just like, I have to be so mean to people all the time and I don't like it. Like, even though it's like, I understand the importance. It's like, if somebody can just like do it, like, intuitively then like plea by all means like it mm-hmm. you know just gets it gets it done in a better way so uh, yeah it's not it's not as if like you know yeah it's people never doing anything other than what they're kind of naturally suited for it could be anything else but um yeah and i, I tried to do that like in my own head when i built my uh first ra staff was like really try to like pair different personalities and stuff but i think it really can be if you've really deeply ingrain it and in the very least like in people's perspectives and not making like every RA candidate take a strengths finders test. It could at least be like you're thinking about it of like maybe your current staff members you have taken it with them so you know for sure what they're kinda like and then they're just thinking like, okay, this is what I should look for or something just to really mm-hmm. have like a good uh, diverse team. But um, yeah, so I think it's it's definitely really valuable for staff trainings and building teams and um, yeah, so it's, it's definitely good stuff. Um, and having effective teams. That, that's another, right. another, yeah. another yeah. part. I think we we, we need that. <laughs> I, I just think back to several different times, even as a young professional, looking just for the rah-rah RAs, and then realizing, holy cow, we have nothing but a group of rah-rahs, and we're not getting anything done. And it's <laughs> we have everybody showing up at this event, but like you said, it just is ran horribly. We need people to execute. We need people to arrange things and and, and make it functional. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think that that terming of what you said of just like an effective team, because I think it it could be that like the team is good because it is a bunch of people that are exactly the same and they just get along really well. But like if it's going to be effective to like to achieve certain goals and I think it does need to be diverse because you are going to have like conduct issues in a building. You do need to do programming and you do need to like get people to those programs and you do need to like implement a new lockout procedure or something. It's like all Mm -hmm. those things go into like, you know, running a building and then you can think to any other functional area too of like, you know, running a student center or doing an orientation or, um, you know, planning large scale events or something. There's like so much that goes into it. And I think it's just really important for, you know, people to be mindful of like diverse skill sets and, you know, strengths is a really good way to, you know, really capture that in kind of a more uh, kind of concrete affirmative way of like, like this is the name for it versus like you're saying it's like trying to come up with like I don't know this is like kind of what I'm good at in this very long string of words it's like boom these are my strengths mm-hmm. five words like done um, yeah yeah uh, well I guess yeah I mean I feel like we've covered a lot of like maybe some examples is there any other like general examples of like what you can think I mean we've talked a lot about like certain res life things specifically anything else like that you can think of of examples of how um, you know, strength finders or, you know, strengths quest, strengths finder and all that like applies to work with students. Any, any other examples that might get people's, um, you know, juices flowing? Well, I, I think going back Gallup, Gallup, uh, is kind of the, the main business or whatever you want to say behind strengths finder. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know what Gallup is, it's this huge polling survey, um, organization. And so they, they're, they're pretty big. And, and they um, 
I, I believe they do a great job not only with giving you these strengths, but giving you exercises and, and ways to grow those strengths even more. Um, so uh, just pop on the website um, and, and find, uh, you know, if you haven't taken the test, I encourage you to take the test. But once you're in there, you, there's um, a very uh, specific set of strengths that are to you and, and formulated for you. But then there's these exercises that they give that you can that you can begin thinking and reflecting on. And then they, they also have, um, which I, I think it's really neat and it could be great for student, uh, for those who are working with student leaders, RAs, um, and wanting to put strengths uh, into the fold is uh, they have a strengths quest activity workbook. It's like 42 pages of just these ideas, right? These different activities that they can use in the plane crash one that I mentioned is in there. Um, uh, so that's, that's a great resource. Obviously, Strengths Finder 2.0 is a great book uh, to, to look at, um, as well as strengths-based leadership and, and looking into that a little bit more. Now, again, we're we're talking about students, but how do how do we lead them, and how how do we create a staff of student affairs professionals um, who are diverse, also who mm-hmm. are bringing different mm-hmm. voices to the table? And I think that's how we affect uh, we we impact um, our student leaders. Uh, better is when we have a, a team that's unique and diverse and they're bringing different voices and it's not the same talking head who's in front of them but it's you know it's all this this beautiful uh mixture of people and, and talents and skills so yeah mm-hmm. um it's it's great stuff and you know i i will say again there's some people uh who are obsessed with myers-briggs and there's some people who are obsessed with um, disc and you mentioned one earlier that well, I wasn't familiar with as a colors and true colors. Yeah. True yeah. colors. There's, yeah, so, uh, there's so many out there. <laughs> there's so many out there. Uh, you know, it's not the end all be all and that's what we need to know, but this is a tool, right? I, I look at it as we have, we have our toolbox. And so we have all these different tools we can use. It's another tool. We can use it. Um, for those who are passionate about it, be passionate about it. But there's even some, uh, when I was trying to find some more resources for this, um, I came across a, an article talking about how do you combine Strings Quest with Myers Briggs, and is there a way to do that? And so there's even some of that out there that can be helpful because um, I don't think it's it's one is better than the other. But I, I I'm a huge fan of Strings Strings Finder. I think they've done a lot of research and having a company like Gallup behind them who you know they're out there collecting data all the time. That de- that data is helpful for us in student affairs, right? Mm-hmm. We need more of that for assessment pur- purposes and and whatnot. So, and moving moving things forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they have so many. Like, if I feel like because a lot of times, anytime I'm really trying to like prove a point or send it home, like I'll end up at Gallup for one of their surveys <laughs> where it's like, see, this yep. many people do this thing, or like, don't do yep. it. Like, like my idea was right or whatever. Like, because <laughs> um, yeah, they have all that kind of stuff, and yeah, they're they're definitely. Uh, pretty legit. So I, I will, yeah, we'll link down in the show notes, uh, everything else that we'll, we'll get to in this episode for any other resources, we'll make sure to, I'll link out to a couple different things with Gallup and Strengths Finder. But, um, well, yeah, I guess, you know, with that, um, speaking about resources, like what other things, uh, you know, would you like to share with the audience that's, uh, you know, Strength Finders related? Um, yeah, other, other than the ones that I've mentioned, the books that are available, mm-hmm. uh, I don't, when I when I was looking for blogs and, and such that's out there, there's I can't find much that's that has been updated within the last five ten years. Um, I I did see Dustin wrote something for the Student Affairs 
uh, website not mm-hmm, too long mm-hmm. last year. So uh, <laughs> shout out to Dustin for that. Um, so maybe maybe it maybe there's an opportunity for this is what I started thinking about. Maybe there's an opportunity for some of us to actually start putting this material out there. Um, maybe even for someone to tell me, hey, yeah, there are more resources than what I've listed. But yeah, these are just some of the ones that I've popped up. And, e- and I'll even, um, I think my passion behind strengths and in finding out who you are and, and for helping the students to embrace this uh, really got, there's um, Kansas Leadership Center. Um, there's, I believe his name's Ed O'Malley. He's been a lot of research on leadership, and uh, one of his big catchphrases is anyone can lead anytime, anywhere, and and you're leading from who you are, right? And so that's what it goes back to. Um, he has a he has a couple different books for the common good was is one too, and it's not strengths based, but it's it's getting back to this whole idea that anyone can lead anytime, anywhere, and you lead from who you are. Well, how do you lead from who you are if you don't know who you are, right? So that's something to think about. And again, just another, that Strengths Quest, Strengths Finder is just another opportunity for people to, to for students to discern who they are and, and how they were created. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I do, like, ever, ever, I've mentioned this before, we're mentioning, like, True Colors and MBTI and that kind of stuff. Like, um, I think, because, yeah, the, the post that I wrote, like, includes a lot of different things. And, like, I was just acknowledging how all of them kind of, um, and we'll, we'll link to the post, like, that it, helps create that like language of leadership of like knowing who you are so you can lead and also knowing who your you know your followers are so you can like uh, kind of uh, purposely like effectively lead them but um yeah i think and i'd be curious to see how people might like remix and hybrid them together or something of like figuring out what strengths go with what like mbti type or something but at the very least like and at one point i had uh i think on my like about me profile or something it's probably still on there um like this like mosaic of like here's my true colors here's my mbti here's my strength like you can kind of see like it's a very unique combination i think and it can uh, for people who sort of um i guess understand a language they would sort of be like oh interesting yeah i kind of you know see what all that means and stuff but it it just helped me know so many different aspects about myself and um you know just especially for college students who you know are on their own for the first time and really figuring themselves out and figuring out what they want to do and who they want to be i think it you know it just be so valuable to them and um yeah i feel it, it is surprising like I, I would assume that like you you know your your cursory you know research and stuff it's just like i think this was like we hit like peak strength finder you know a couple of years ago and i, I think people mm-hmm. just aren't talking about it as much anymore but i think it's very much like undercurrent to a lot of like what I think is important to people or becoming more important about people. Like I think people are yearning for a lot more like authenticity and like genuineness, because I think so many people end up doing things that, you know, they don't believe in or, you know um, yeah. Like that person who like became an accountant, but really wants to be a, you know, something else sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's there. And I think, um, I don't know, maybe it's just not, uh, it's kind of like taken for granted or just not at the forefront as much anymore. So I think there's definitely mm-hmm. an opportunity to just like keep that conversation going and reminding people of the value. And then hopefully this podcast has a small part in that perhaps, yeah. but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Sure. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I was just going to say you, you brought up <clears throat> way, a way to combine um, MBTI and strengths quest. And there's actually an article I found. I don't, again, I'll give you the link for, for, for our listeners to, to go ahead and look at it, but they they kind of did um, 
attempt to separate the two and or to combine the two and see oh, how is this what strength over here matches with this mm. part of the MBTI. So it's, again, I mean, you know, look look through it and, and say, wow, this is really amazing, or you know what, I can do a better job. <laughs> but it's another resource. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And anything you want to uh, send along, I'll uh, definitely include it for folks to check out. And um, yeah, we will uh, end the episode as we always do here. So, uh, you know, in true SA chat fashion, whatever final thought you'd like to end the episode with. Yeah, I, I've said it a hundred times, but I'll say it again. Um, it's important that when we when we are um, leading and, and um, guiding these students that we're giving them opportunities to discover who they are um, and allow them to grow from who they are. And again, Strengths Finders is another way. And I think as student affairs professionals, we we are doing them a disservice if we're just letting them go through the motions and not discover who they are and, and then allowing that to help them grow um, and become better people. Because we need more of that, as we've seen in the news lately. We need more better people out there who who are about a change in social justice and, and loving others, right? So, yeah, my final thoughts. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great way to end it. Because, yeah, I think that just even if you aren't, like, the, you know, most bold action, like, you know, social justice person, like, I think a lot of that, like, empathy and respect for others can come from, like, knowing who you are and whoever yes. you are is okay and respecting whoever anybody else is, you know, and that's okay sort of thing. Like, I think, yeah, if you really get... You know, and I'm, yeah, I'm the eternal optimist and sort of like, you know, uh, head in the sky kind of thing, I guess. But like, yeah, like if you can really like respect how you are uniquely you, you can hopefully have that same respect for other people whom, and however uniquely they, you know, are. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, because I, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I said it before. Yeah, just like people not being who they are. And like, I think that I can kind of like build resentment or just stress and like, I think that boils over and, you know, can, you know, certainly just makes the world not, not as great of a place as it can be. And I, I yeah, certainly appreciate you, uh, uh, just acknowledging we can, we could certainly use a lot more caring, uh, <laughs> uh, good people out there doing the, doing the good work that needs to happen. So, um, yeah. And yeah, with, uh, you know, a good strengths based kind of perspective, I think, you know, uh, student affairs folks can be well positioned to help make that happen. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you, Joe, for uh, taking some time out and chatting for this podcast. It's uh, Absolutely. all good stuff. Folks will have a lot of a lot of stuff to check out in the show notes. And, um, yeah, it's good talking to you, and have a good rest of your day. Thanks, Dustin. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to help us out, leave us a review and rating on Stitcher or iTunes, or just share out the show so other people can find all the cool stuff we talk about every single week. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Student Affairs Spectacular Podcast.